Yer. What's good? Sancho with Sancho Talks. I'm here with Fumbles. What's up? I <clears throat> excuse my cough. I, I promise I do not have COVID. The, this is recorded around the time it's April 1st and the virus is getting really bad. We're not going to touch more, talk too much on it, but we're going to tell everybody, still hope everybody's safe and uh, hopefully this COVID thing passes as quickly as it came. And um, Cuomo can kick rocks. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this one, this episode's about, you know, because we're stuck in the house, you can't really go anywhere, you can't do anything, businesses are shut down. Everything shut down. You know, we miss certain things. You miss the interactions with your peoples. You miss, like, you know, having game nights and whatever else stuff that we normally do that we took for granted. You know, we miss those things. And some things that we realized that we missed a lot was our outdoor sports activities, like paintball and airsoft. So today we want to talk about airsoft. Oh, real quick, so we said it before, uh, we're not driving to Jersey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, last, that's over. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, you see, it's a lot quieter now because we're actually in a makeshift, I don't know what call it, studio, computer, whatever you call it. So it's a little more quieter. Yeah, um, the wedding was, was cool. You know, it was nice. Glad to see um, my boy happy. He took that step. Um, hashtag block of 2020. Yep, everybody want to see anything about the winning hashtag blocker twenty twenty and drop a like and congratulations for our people. Yep, um, you know during you know this is when the COVID was starting up and a lot of people didn't seem like they were gonna make it, but you know what? It was a big turnout. Everybody showed their support, showed their love, and um, you know they sent them into their next chapter the right way. Yes, which was really, uh, really nice. So, we got that out of the way. Let's start hitting with, um, like you were saying, uh, outdoor activities. Uh, we all miss doing outdoor activities. All the time we do is we watch our old YouTube videos, and we're just like, damn, like, yeah, can't even do anything outside or anything until we go to the store. So, I mean, you can, but then those people are stupid that's out there, that doing anything essential to just out there, just be out there. Yeah, it's real talk. If you don't got to go out there for, like, groceries or something important, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't like went to go get some groceries earlier and went past the park and people was out there playing catch and stuff. Like, I mean, I get it. You want to go outside. You want to do those things, but come on, just don't do it. Yeah, this is not a glorified vacation. People are actually dying. It's getting closer to home for both me and Sandro. Both yeah. people we know. I know somebody that passed away at my job and who I worked with because of this. Um, I have two coworkers that lost their mom. It's, it's it's getting serious, so please just stay inside. Try to stop the spread until this whole thing blows over, and hopefully during the summer or some of these heat waves or whatever, it was dying out a lot. But until then, just stay inside. And if you you know if you went through it or lost somebody and went through it, listen. You know my thoughts are with you. I'm I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping I'm hoping you get the strength that you need to get through this. This is real. This is serious. Yes. Um. So, trust. You know, you're not the only ones. It's a lot of people. You know, I only named two people. I know a few people that's going through things. People. You know, cousins, friends. You know, it's just it's it's a lot. It's getting bad, and the fact is that we took us. We this actually there was a podcast wasn't supposed to be based on this, but we taken time just to stay stay the hell home 
it's important. Stay the fuck home. If you, unless you got something important you have to do, medical or anything like that, essential, says stay home until this thing blows over. Don't travel. Travel's cheap now, but they got but cruise ships now off the coast can't come to port because of this thing right now. And if you don't care about your own health, care about the people that you that you're exposing to whatever you're exposing yourself to. You know, there's kids. You might have kids in your family. You might have, you know, elderly in your family. <clears throat> Shoot, people with, with asthma. It doesn't even matter about age anymore, but, you know, you want to keep those people safe. So, you know, we're about four or five minutes into this, so let's just shift gears. We said what we had to say. I hope y'all heed that warning. Let's move on to what we were talking about. <clears throat> Regular schedule program, pretty much. Yeah, so, you know, when it's airsoft and paintball, we're going to focus on airsoft, but I want to give you the history on how we even got to airsoft because we started off as just strictly paintball players so we we went paintballing for the first time for my birthday yes before we went fumbles copped himself for alpha black elite. alpha black elite my bad um he just walked off to get something so um i copped my brother and myself a project salvo um, they're both what you said, tip men, right? Yeah, both my tip men. Um, I don't know. Like when I decide I'm gonna do something, I go hard. Um, and I, looking back on it, maybe it was foolish because who knows if I would have liked paintballing. But I'm a very competitive person, and I love anything that's like, um, you know, some kind of physical activity. So, plus it wasn't too much expensive to really get into it for those guns, really. Yeah, like the gun was. Each of those guns was one fifty. Yeah, like one fifty, and the ones that I bought, they came with like a little bundle deal. It came with the mask. Of course, it was a a, a whack mask yeah, and the tank. And it came with a tank. It yeah. came with came with basically everything that you needed to start off. Which was good. I mean, as you know about anything you do, getting using the rental equipment sucks. Yes, no matter what it is, whether it's bowling, pool, or. Skiing, I never went skiing. I don't plan on to. I never went skiing. I want to go snowboarding. I hope the rental equipment for going skydiving is good, though. Uh, (laughs) It's kind of hard risking. I don't know about her. I I wouldn't know because I'm not doing it. I'm not Will Smith. I'm not taking no chances. I'm good. I wouldn't know about using rental equipment skydiving. That seems kind of iffy, but anyway. Yeah, so so we caught those before we even went. We went out there. We had a good time, but... There was things that we realized about the guns we were using that we didn't care for. So one was the Harper. Well, I realized the first is I was the first one to get MagFed. Well, you're right. Because at first I was like, yo, I'm not doing MagFed. (laughs) So, um, because here's my reason, right? So the Harper could hold like 200 200 paintballs. 100 to 200, depending on the size of the Harper. Yeah, depends on the Harper, right? Well, let's go with the regular one that they give you, 200. And when you go out there, you don't want to be at a disadvantage shooting less or having less ammo than somebody else. So I didn't want to do MAGFED at first. I was like, yo, it puts me at a disadvantage. So at first, I was like, all right, I'm going to stick with this. Fumbles got his first MAGFED. Which was a Rad 4 T14 or T4, T7. I forgot what the model number was. It was a... um all electric gun, um, like Rads Four before they changed to MC MCI MCS MCS. Thank you, and it was 
had full auto, had burst fire, I got it for 200 bucks, got it fixed and everything. It was a good entry into it, but then when I got it, it already was outdated. That's when the first, first strikes started to get more and more prominent and more and more, like, more mainstream. But for what it was, it was good for me to get into it and for me to actually fall in love with it because of the realism and the fact it was lighter and it, to me it was overall better. I was having a problem with hoppers bursting on me, hoppers breaking, and if you know me, you know that I have the worst luck when it comes to everything. There's some pair of reasons. Something that always crazy happens no matter what. And I had plenty of times where hoppers fell on me, hoppers fell on me, hoppers popped off or it was just, Matt feels just a much easier thing to do. Hence the nickname, Fumbles. Yeah, that's actually a nickname for a reason. So, boom. Um, <clears throat> when I had my Project Salvo, I also, I did have the pistols before we went the first time. Yeah. So, I, I bought um, two Tiberius T81s um, pistols, which were first strike compatible. It was a T68. Sorry. Oh, T68. It's the T68 was the first one I have. I keep saying T4. The T68 is the first one I first had. Yeah. So, you know, he had that T68 at the private salvo. I checked it out one day. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But then when we went again, I realized what the problem was. You know, when you're looking around a corner to try to catch somebody that's like shooting at you or running or whatever, when you have this hopper that's gravity feeding the paintball into the gun, and you tilt the gun to the side a little bit, sometimes it's not going to feed. So you're just shooting out air, and you're not catching your target. And, you know, you want to shoot as soon as possible when you get the jump on somebody, or else they, you know, you, you lose that element of surprise, or you lose that advantage. So that was one of the things that made me not want to use Harper guns anymore. Plus, it's quieter. It is quieter, the pods. Mm-hmm. You run around with those pods, and all you hear is when you're trying to book it. Come on, like everybody know you coming. Hmm. Um, plus the pods would pop open. How many times has pods popped open on people on the field? Not just us, but just anybody. Unless you buy like expensive pods, pods pop open. People be throwing those things away like it's nothing. Yeah, because they they're cheap, but they're cheaply made too. And then. On top of that, you also have the pod bulging out from your um your vest. So make your profile larger. And if somebody hits it, they count it as a hit. My thing, I'm like, yo, they just shot my ammo. They didn't really shoot me, but I get it. It's it's part of you. Yeah, it's a part of you, whatever. So, um, my fed was more just you're not as wide. Um, you're more slim. It's lighter, it don't make that much noise, and you can put scopes that actually function pretty well. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Harper blocks where you would put a scope on a rail. So, like, if you put a scope, you like you have to tilt your head in a weird way or see if you could get one of them scopes that go on the side of the gun, which is weird because then the Harper would, like, tilt and then it won't feed it. Like, it's weird. I don't even know how you would yeah, make it work. It's, it's good to look cool with the Harper with the scope, but it wasn't really functional. At least for MagFed, the scopes are a lot more functional. And with first strikes, make the scopes 100% more functional. Yeah. Um, they actually do stuff that, as you see, but I mean, it's a scope, so you get to, I mean, it's going to be functional, but it actually be more. You can actually shoot that distance that you're looking because the first strike rounds fly a lot further, which is another selling point for me. So he had a T68, right? Yeah. T, uh, Ref. 
Four six eight. Four six no T six eight. Like, well, I, whatever. Four six eight is a new. I well, I had a four six eight. That's the one I sold recently. Oh, okay. But uh, that's when I turned to the sniper and I sold it. Okay, okay. The six eight was the one. I actually sold that one too. The six eight was the first one that I had. The one I had before T six eight. Alright, so yeah, he had that, and he was like telling me like, "Yo, you should get one of these." Da da da. And I was like, "Alright." So I did my research because the pistol that I had, I loved it. It was so reliable. It could shoot first strike. So I just wanted to stick with the brand that I had, and then I found the T fifteen. At the time, I was like, damn, $500. And, you know, I could have bought it. But then the type of person I am, I want to make sure my brother could go with me. And he, he could roll with us, with my younger brother. So when I had the money to buy two of them, that's when I bought it. So then that's when MagFed became the thing. We went to MagFed events. MagFed events is way better than just going to, like, a regular big... I don't even like the uh, big... Big games. The oh. big games were like Dark Ops. We did. No, we took a full day preparing for Dark Ops and everything. It was kind of trash. Yeah, I don't like big games because they seemed unorganized. They seem like just a lot of chaos. Like if you just want to go out there and shoot, all right, cool. You can just go out there and shoot. There's respawning and all that, and you can pick when you want to enter the field. You, you already know your team. Like, all right, cool. I guess it could, it could be that big game we did, but we just didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to condemn all big games. Yeah. If that particular big game was just a lot. Even the people that we was, that was, that go to big games all the time was like, that big game was just really unorganized and unfun. Yeah, so it probably was just that one. But I just like MagFed events because everybody is on the same, like... Level. Same level, same playing field, basically. Right. Um, people are a lot more cooler because I remember my... T15, yet again, and called the nickname Fumbles, uh, <laughs> O-ring, blue, right behind the um, pistol grip, and I had to, I, I didn't have another O-ring, I was trying to figure out what I'm going to do, some random guy who I don't even know was like, yo, I have an extra gun you can use so you can stay in the fight, and he was like, let me use another $500 gun, yeah. and just to be able to stay into the, stay in the fight and everything, I was lucky, lucky I was able to get it fixed, because they did my final O-ring and gave it to me. Uh, for free, which is really cool, and yeah. um, the yeah, Magfed Society. Shout out to the Magfed Society. They're very cool. Very. And cool. they have a lot of charity events and stuff. They did. We went to an autism event, which was awesome, and all the proceeds went towards autism. So everything was like it was worth it. If you're gonna go to big games and stuff like that, at least let some proceeds go to some type of charity. Yeah, they were giving away stuff too. We didn't win nothing, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> um, well, then we're we gonna win. A four six eight, and then they had some type of Vulcan can. I mean, it was good to have the squad. Yeah, yeah. We, I, we wanted to put something together so that whoever you know is rolls with us, they don't have to use a rental. You know, they could use one of the you know the ones that we had, and if we win it, that's even better. We don't have to spend the money on it. But anyway, we kind of did that with airsoft. We did, we so, did. But that's because airsoft, you said, was well cheaper than certain stints, but it was easier to do it with airsoft than paintball. Yeah, because MacFed, these normals was MacFed gun. The cheapest MacFed gun was the was the uh, was um, three hundred. No, yeah, but that was the Tipman uh, TCM. That was like two hundred. TCM or TMC? TMC. It's a TCM TMC. Yeah, that's like what I had. Yeah, but it wasn't first strike. Nah, compatible. it wasn't first strike compatible. So kind of the fire supporter. I mean, it's good for people to get entry level to it, but it wasn't really like worth it. 
So, um, so yeah, so boom, we went from regular paintball with the Harper. We saw the flaws in that. We moved on to MagFed. We loved it or whatever. But the thing with MagFed, it's expensive. Um, also, it's a outdoor sport. Um, and sometimes when it's too hot, too cold, like you don't want to go. And they have sometimes indoor paintball, but it's trash. Yeah. If, not, if, you, if I'm going paintball, I'm going outside. Period, point blank, end of story. I don't care. Yeah. We um, went to, we went, we tried to do area 53, 53, but apparently they don't use the the standard size paintballs. They use the smaller ones. Yeah. And, and then, we don't have any guns that shoot that, so. Yeah. It was, it was kind of crappy, so we wasn't able to go there, but. Um, so then, some. This guy fumbles. I don't know what happened. Just out of nowhere, it was like, yo, I bought an airsoft gun. I was like, what? Oh, man. I don't know why I was in the area, too. Uh, I was doing some foolishness, and I went into the area, and I just drove past this spot that says Hotspot Airsoft. Did a U-turn. I think, was I on vacation? I don't think I was on vacation. Anyway, did a U-turn, came back in, and I looked around. This guy had his shop set up like a gun store, different type of airsoft pistols, guns, and everything. And he was selling a Elite Force 1911 um, for like Chrome for like 90 bucks, open box. So I said, all right, brought it and everything. And I just fell in love with it, how to feel, to shoot it, how everything was. Like, I didn't know Airsoft was that realistic. Last time I seen Airsoft was back in the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. People had the spring-operated joints. Yeah, I And you. they had to shoot and stuff like that. I'm just like, it was garbage. I didn't know it was something like this. Yeah, so <clears throat> he told me about it. <clears throat> he showed me it. I think I shot it. Yeah. Just shot it. Um, and I was just like, oh, all right. So... One day we went up there. It was like, yo, listen, show me the spot. We went to go check it out. I ended up buying a um, USP. USP 45 um, Hackland Cox joint. And I was like, yo, this is my baby. Like, this joint is fire. And I just love the way that, that joint shoot. And we didn't even go to an airsoft thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we went back. You know, buy Then we brought more stuff before we actually went. Yeah. Oh, I went another time with my brother, and my brother bought a Beretta. Full auto. The full auto Beretta. Which is like the tan jump. Which is still hard to find over there. Like, I saw one after your brother bought that last one. I was close to buying. Yeah, like that was, and I bought a, a VP, a Nine. VPN9. Yeah. Um, another Heckler and Koch. Like, I didn't even realize I kept buying Heckler and Koch. <clears throat> I just liked them. Yeah, I ended up buying that. I brought a, um, PPQ because I just want some compact. Um, ended up buying a P90. Uh, I'm a big P90 fan. Yeah, I bought a uh, G36, which happens to be Heckler and Koch. <laughs> which is guys Heckler Koch. Um, I ended up buying a shotgun, which is like a Remington, you call it? Replica? Yeah. Yeah, full real wood and everything. Um, things fire. It has three shot and six shot bursts. I went a whole lot of research before I bought that thing because most shotguns. Airsoft shotguns only shoot one BB at a time. It lets you go for the higher end that shoot multiple BBs and shell ejecting, but shell ejecting ain't practical for a uh, airsoft thing unless you want to be picking up shells all day. So I found out that, um, well, I can't remember the life of me, the name of that company, uh, Scattergun, Jag Arms, Scattergun um, series, that's the name of the, the series of the gun. They have theirs shoot three to six shot bursts, which is 
almost close to a, closer to a real shotgun that I feel like I can get and afford unless I go high end. And I got this Remington foam wood and everything. Then I bought a Mac 11 um, full auto because yet again, impulse buy. I, I need to start doing this impulse buying. And then recently I finally got a um, SSP1 for Norwich, uh, which I had to wait three months for. I ordered it back in during the summer. I had to get it till like December. Yeah, so, oh yeah, I bought a Combat Master, uh, John Wick uh, gun. Full 20, replica. Yeah, 2011 Combat Master. If you watch John Wick 3, you see it floating around in the beginning credits. No. Um, and when they go to the vault and they're like just picking up guns, the concierge dude tells John Wick, like, hey, here, you should use this gun right here. The 2011 Combat Master. We should win these Best days. in show, da da da. One of these days for the YouTube channel, we should actually try to recreate that gun scene. Oh, yeah. Well, at least the gun scene from John Wick 2. Yeah. I mean, we have. <laughs> Where are we going to re recreate it at? We live in New York, bro. <laughs> you can't just go around shooting. Well, you can't go around. Talk about recreate the gun buying scene. Not oh, the gun buying oh, oh. Not recreate the whole damn movie. Because right after that, like, oh, the, in the vault, right after that, they went out there and started clapping. Yeah, well. We can simulate you going outside. You don't expect you to go outside and start clapping. I mean, it's going to cause issues. You saw the guy in Brooklyn got arrested for an airsoft video and shooting on the roof. Uh, Who the hell showing him on the roof? He still got, somebody still, you know, called the cops. Brooklyn, man. He always got the choppers out. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. But, um, yeah, so I got the Combat Master jump. Um, I actually ordered, um, in December, a Desert Eagle. A full auto Desert Eagle. I know. Like, who, when the hell did they ever make a full auto Desert Eagle? I don't care. It's Airsoft. Um, and I want it to be ignorant. But because of all of this is going on, I don't know when I'm going to uh, receive it. Yeah, this so, COVID virus slowed down a lot. So, I mean, it is what it is. I got it. It was on sale. Whatever. You did get it cheap. Cause now that gun's probably going to be more money. Yeah, when I got when I decided to buy it, I think it was like 117 or something like that. Now it's like up to like 170 Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... So going back to with the airsoft, so we went crazy with the airsoft because the realism. The closest to real paintball gets is the um, T fifteen and the four six eight. The four six eight. More so the T fifteen. The four six eight is a trash. I mean, okay, I'm I had a four six eight and I brought it because I said, you know what, I'm making a sniper. I was gonna do a Spider Seven, a Hammer Seven. That's a long thing. Didn't come through. So I said, "No, I got this four six eight. It was broken. I spent months fixing it. I took the whole thing apart, trying to get what's wrong with it. But so I brought. I ended up rebuilding the gun, top and bottom, making the brand new gun. I spent more money than I brought the gun for. It wasn't even worth it because the person I had before did stupid stuff, and I had to correct it. And one time I got it working, like the gun was legit." Perfect. I ended up just saying screw it, and I just ended up just selling it. Yeah. So the realism um, was a big factor for us. You know, you when you walk into a, a paintball shop, you'll see two, maybe three guns that look like this is some real junk. You know, the T fifteen was like a, a AR. If you look at an AR, put an AR right next to which we did. We put a real um working ar next to the t15 it it looked exactly the same the mag even fit yeah the mag even fit you know it so the realism when we went to airsoft seeing that 
these guns are one-to-one -one replicas like these if you have a usp 45 and you put it next to a usp 45 that shoots real bullets it's going to it's going to look exactly alike minus the orange tip yeah minus orange tip but you can take the orange tip off even though you're not supposed to do whatever, whatever. <laughs> um yeah we don't take orange tips off our guns yeah <laughs> um uh, you don't see the quotation marks because of this podcast but yeah but um that was a that was a big deciding factor now we're gonna end this video soon because we don't have much time video all right this video this podcast i mean you can do it for 30 minutes because on separate recording but we're trying to put a website it's only 30 minutes i know so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do this for 30 yeah and, and then we're gonna shoot a, uh we're gonna start another one and we're gonna talk about just the pros and cons of each you know as far as like playing yeah okay we could do that um but yeah so there yeah, so let's get back let's finish it up the realism um the price point right if you spend what we spent on T-15s, on Airsoft... You have your armory crazy. Yeah, like we spent... So on one gun, the T-15, out the box is $500. Which none of us paid base price for. Yeah, because we changed the barrel, which was like at least 80 to 100. Jeez. We changed um, like the, the, shroud. the shroud, the grip, the... I changed on my T15. I changed the shroud, the barrel, the grip, the actual pistol. I changed it to a pistol grip. Um, added a riser. I, just re I recently added a floating buttstock. Um, I I did a lot to it. Um, I gun literally is close, if not very close to like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars for a lot of stuff I put on it. Same thing with Sancho. Same thing with his brother. I be made the guns into our own guns how they are set up so that being said if you spent just let's just say that 500 base that we spent you would have some crazy like what's that dude named that so is it is it kilo Navrich? Navrich. that dude Navrich. if if you spent that type of money you would have like one of those crazy things that he shoots like he he out there with grenade launcher um airsoft guns he got um, what do you got? A mini gun? You know what I mean? Like you might be able to get something close to that. Like maybe not the mini gun. A mini gun probably like eight hundred or more. But you you get what I'm saying. The type of money that you would spend on airsoft, you would get a lot more than what you would get for paintball. Most of the stuff you don't even need, like a bouncing Betty. Yeah, yeah. Like he had all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of messed up, but <laughs> hey. Paintball is an expensive hobby once you get that bug, depending on what you do. Even if you go speed, uh, uh, speedball and start doing speedballing, it's still expensive. So it doesn't really matter. It's, it's an expensive hobby, not even including the paintballs themselves, which is a whole different subject. But yeah, so we can probably end this here, Sancho, and Ooh. try to start up part two. Yep. All right, so catch part two. Uh, I don't know what we're going to call this mess. <laughs> uh, well, uh, airsoft know. and paintball. I don't know. Anyway, this is, we look to for part. It two. don't matter what the name is, man. Yeah.